Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host today, and today we are in episode 62.2, and this is Genesis uh, chapter 42. So um, last we were reading, uh, we read about Joseph uh, telling Pharaoh what his dream meant and that there was going to be seven years of prosperity, and then there would be seven years of famine, and so they built up for seven years and stored housed and so Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of everything and uh, and then Joseph was taking care of uh, the whole world the whole world who came to Egypt to get their uh, grain and whatnot so, so that they would survive so now we're going to be reading about how Joseph's brothers go to Egypt so that's where we left off last Friday so so welcome and thank you for being here and uh, I'm just happy that you were able to carve out a few minutes out of your busy day to read God's Word. So uh, I'm not going to delay. Uh, we'll just go ahead and open up in prayer, and then we'll start reading. So let's uh, pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today we come to you humbled and thankful for all that you do, all that you provide. Um, we love you so much, and we want to be in your uh, will. We want to be doing exactly what it is that you want us to do, and it starts out by reading your Bible, Lord. We're just so thankful that you gave this manual for life so that we will uh, have a guideline of how to live our lives uh, according to what your will is. So thank you. Thank you for providing that for us. We also ask you, uh, uh, thank you for providing the gift of your son, Jesus, we thank you for his sacrifice on the cross, and we are uh, thankful for the gift of salvation that we get from it. Uh, he, is, uh, he is our mediator between us and you, and without him, uh, we, we wouldn't be able to uh, communicate. So we're just thankful that we get to do that directly. Uh, Lord, I'm thankful for those who are out there listening. I pray blessings over them, their families, watch over them, guide, direct them, uh, order all of our steps, Lord. Put us in the order that you want us to be in and uh, direct us in the way that you want us to go. We invite you into this time and in your word. We ask you to bless it, anoint it, uh, and reveal to us what it is that you want us to learn from today's reading. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's start reading. <clears throat> Chapter 42, episode 62.2. When Jacob heard that grain was available, sorry, got to get my highlighter, uh, in Egypt, he said to his sons, why are you standing around looking at one another? I have heard there's grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy enough grain to keep us alive, otherwise we will die. So Joseph's ten older brothers went down to Egypt to buy grain, but Jacob wouldn't let Joseph's younger brother Benjamin go with them for fear some harm might come to him. So Jacob's arrival, so Jacob's sons arrived in Egypt along with others to buy food, for the famine was in Canaan as well. Since Joseph was governor of all Egypt and in charge of selling grain to all the people, it was to him that his brothers came. 
When they arrived, they bowed down before him with their faces to the ground. Joseph recognized his brothers instantly, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where are you from? he demanded. From the land of Canaan, they replied, we have come to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they didn't recognize him, and he remembered the dreams he'd had about them many years before. He said to them, you are spies. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. No, my lord, they exclaimed, your servants have simply come to buy food. We are all brothers, members of the same family. We are honest men, sir. We are not spies. Yes, you are, Joseph insisted. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. Sir, they said, there are actually 12 of us. We, your servants, are all brothers, sons of a man living in the land of Canaan. Our youngest brother is back there with our father right now, and one of our brothers is no longer with us. But Joseph insisted, As I said, you are spies. This is how I will test your story. I swear by the life of Pharaoh that you will never leave Egypt unless your youngest brother comes here. One of you must go and get your brother. I'll keep the rest of you here in prison. Then we'll find out whether or not your story is true. By the life of Pharaoh, if it turns out that you don't have a younger brother, then I'll know you are spies. So Joseph put them all in prison for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, I am a God-fearing man. If you do as I say, you will live. If you really are honest men, choose one of your brothers to remain in prison. The rest of you may go home with grain for your starving families. But you must bring your youngest brother back to me. This will prove that you are telling the truth and you will not die. To this they agreed. <clears throat> Speaking among themselves, they said, Clearly we are being punished because of what we did to Joseph long ago. We saw his anguish when he pleaded for his life, but we wouldn't listen. That's why we're in trouble. Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy, Reuben asked, but you wouldn't listen, and now we have to answer for his blood. Of course they didn't know that Joseph understood them, for he had been speaking to them through an interpreter. Now he turned away from them and began to weep. When he regained his composure, he spoke to them again. Then he chose Simeon from among them and had him tied up right before their eyes. Joseph then ordered his servants to fill the men's sacks with grain, but he also gave secret instructions to return each brother's payment at the top of his sack. He also gave them supplies for their journey home. So the brothers loaded their donkeys with the grain and headed for home. <clears throat> but when they stopped for the night and one of them opened his sack to get grain for his donkey, he found the money in the top of his sack. Look, he exclaimed to his brothers, my money has been returned. It's here in my sack. Then their hearts sank, trembling. They said to each other, what has God done to us? When the brothers came to their father, Jacob, in the land of Canaan, they told him everything that had happened to them. The man who was governor of the land spoke very harshly to us, they told him. He accused us of being spies scouting the land. But we said, we are honest men, not spies. We are 12 brothers, sons of one. One brother is no longer with us, and the youngest is at home with our father in the land of Canaan. Then the man who was governor of the land told us, this is how I will find out if you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take grain for your starving families and go on home. 
but you must bring back your brother, um, your youngest brother back to me. Then I will know you're honest men and not spies. Then I will give back your brother and you may trade freely in the land. As they emptied out their sacks, there in each man's sack was the bag of money he had paid for the grain. The brothers and their father were terrified when they saw the bags of money. Jacob exclaimed, you are robbing me of my children. Joseph is gone, Simeon is gone, and now you want to take Benjamin too. Everything is going against me. Then Reuben said to his father, you may kill my two sons if I don't bring Benjamin back too. you. I'll be responsible for him and I promise to bring him back. But Jacob replied, my son will not go down with you. His brother Joseph is dead and he is all I have left. If anything should happen to him on your journey, you would send this grieving white-haired man, I'm sorry, if anything should happen to him on your journey, you would, have, would send this grieving white-haired man to his grave. All right. I didn't highlight a lot. Sorry. Um, not because I didn't think everything was important, but um, it seems like there was, like you could have highlighted the whole thing, actually. So I started with um, like one through five, just to kind of give a overall. When Jacob heard that grain was available in Egypt, he said to his sons, why are you standing around looking at each other? Uh, I hear there's grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy enough grain to keep us alive or else we're going to die. So Joseph's 10 older brothers went down to Egypt, but Benjamin stays behind with Jacob. So Jacob's sons arrive in Egypt along with others to buy food for the famine was in Canaan as well. And then since Joseph was governor of all Egypt, it was to him that his brothers were brought. When they arrived, they bowed before him with their faces to the ground. That's just the prophecy coming true. The dream was coming true right there. Joseph recognized his brothers instantly, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where are you from? He demanded. And they tell him that he's from Canaan and they're trying to buy food. Uh, although Joseph recognized his brothers, they didn't recognize him. And he remembered the dreams he had had about them many years before. So he accuses them of being spies. And they're like, no, we are just servants trying to buy food. And he says, no, you are. Yes, you are. You have come to see how vulnerable our land is. And then they explain that there are 12 tribes, 12 of them. And uh, one is back with our, our father and the other one is not with us anymore. So Joseph wants to test the story and uh, wants them to bring Benjamin back. So Joseph puts all of them in prison for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, I am a God-fearing man. If you do as I say, you will live. If you really are honest men, choose one of your brothers to remain here in prison. So he chooses uh, Simeon. Is that right? Where did that go? Uh, Speaking among themselves, he understands what they're talking about because he was talking through an interpreter. So he's really, really sneaky. Uh, so then he chose Simeon from among them and had him tied up right before their eyes. There it is. 
That was uh, verse 24, the end of 24. And they're talking amongst themselves. You know, Reuben said, you know, didn't I tell you uh, not to sin against that, you know, Joseph? And now we have to answer for his blood, right? He's saying it because he, he was, the, I think Reuben was the one that wanted to go back and get him, right? Um, when they threw him into the pit. So Joseph orders his servants to fill the men's sacks with grain, but he also gave secret instructions to return each brother's payment at the top of the sack. I know that's got some kind of meaning to it, but I'm not sure what it is. Um, then they get home um, after they realize that they all had their money in their sacks uh, and they're wondering what God is doing. Uh, when the brothers came to their father, Jacob, in the land of Canaan, uh, they told him that the man that was the governor spoke harshly to him, to them, and he accused them of being spies. And he said, you know, told them that the governor said that they have to bring back their youngest brother to him, Benjamin. And then Reuben said to his father, you may kill my, Reuben says this, because he knows he's going to bring Benjamin back. Uh. He says, you may kill my two sons if I don't bring Benjamin back to you. I'll be responsible for him, and I promise to bring him back. And Jacob says, if anything should happen to him on your journey, you would send this grieving white-haired man to his grave. So everything is starting to come true from Joseph's uh, dreams, and uh, they're going to realize it uh, pretty soon. Not this chapter, I think, but maybe the next chapter. So in 43 or 44 so anyway uh that's it for today uh it's always interesting to see what the history of uh the uh, the israelites are, uh, is so i'm just i just i enjoy reading all this uh it's, it's so rich in god's history so uh that's it for today um if you uh have not made a decision for christ uh, this is your moment. I always give that opportunity to everybody. Uh, I don't want a day go by without somebody being able to say that prayer so uh, and accept Jesus into their life. So uh, with that said, if you feel like God is leading you, um, this is a big indication, just the fact that I give that opportunity every day. Uh, I'm going to say the prayer. You can say it with us. And uh, so let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the adopted family of Jesus Christ. Uh, today is your new birthday. Uh, I always recommend that you mark it in today's reading in your Bible um, and uh, start to celebrate. Tell somebody, tell the person who's probably been praying for you for a really long time or maybe not a long time. Uh, but go celebrate. Find a church. Find a pastor, anybody who can help you uh, answer any questions that you might have. And uh, start living for Jesus. Um, find a ministry, get part of a Bible study, 
uh, volunteer. Uh, there, there's so many, you know, easy things to do. Uh, you know, sometimes they need people setting up the cones outside the church to guide the traffic on the weekends. Uh, greeters, you know, just shaking hands or, you know, fist bumping or elbow bumping or whatever. Um, communion, you know, if they do communion, they need people to work with that. So many things, so many, so many different ministries uh, that you can be a part of. Music ministry, that's my love. So uh, anyway, uh, so that's it for today. Uh, I'm just thankful you were able to um, join me today. I don't know what time of day it is, morning, noon, night. I have no idea, but I'm glad that you were able to do it. And I pray you have a great, great day. God bless you.